Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Hello, and welcome to The Unsung Tales. My name is Kimmy. I am your lore master for this actual play campaign. Um, this is session number 10, and we are playing The One Ring, second edition, put out by Free League Gaming. So uh, if you'd like to find more sessions of this game, you can go to happyjacks.org slash unsungtales. Skip the the for that. And if you want to find all the shows and actual play campaigns in the past and the present for the Happy Jacks Network, there's like 25 plus systems. There's a lot at this point. Uh, you can go to happyjacks.org. Um, for tonight, just so you know, we are we have safety tools in place. We've done lines and veils, and we also have X cards in play at all times. Um, so let's go ahead and go around and introduce our characters for tonight. Let's start over here, Dave. Aha! Hi, everybody. I'm Kadave, uh, and I'm playing Hanar, the dwarf. We're both he, him. Um, yeah. E experienced Ghostbuster at this point. <laughs> right? I feel like I should get my little last name patch. <laughs> uh, that's two ghosts we've dealt with successfully. Sure. Uh, but really yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. See what happens next because we have so many threads out there. Mm. So I'm excited. I'm hearing like this beautiful like Middle Earth lute music of da 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 da, like <laughs> <laughs> the Ghostbuster theme. <laughs> Not in tone, but. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> I'm very much so hearing it as well. Thank yeah, you. exactly. That's what the song of Anomina says. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> no it's, We're not it's, busting the ghost. It's no. I Want a no. New Drug by uh, oh. Huey Lewis. Okay. Because, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, howdy, everybody. I'm Jay, and I'm playing Burl Sausage Brandy Bottom, a hobbit of the Shire, and um, a messenger at that. Uh, and uh, like uh, Kadev and Hanar, we are both he, him. Um, yeah, and I'm glad to be back after Sausage's <clears throat> uh, adventures elsewhere. Glad you're back. Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. I'm Kai. Uh, I use he, they, and she pronouns. And I'm playing Erland of Mithland, a Linden elf who uses he, they pronouns. And um, busting ghosts. What a weird concept. Go on, then. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sam. I play Runat, who is a barding of Bree. She's a treasure hunter. Um, likes to climb stuff, <laughs> find ghosts, and generally cause chaos. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, and yes, I'm Kimmy. I'm your lore master. I use she, her pronouns. And so last time on The Unsung Tales, uh, Sausage was called away by a letter that was very mysterious. We weren't sure what was in it. So we'll figure that out in just a few minutes. Um, the rest of you decided to follow up on the rumor that you'd heard um, from uh, the Braggarts, uh, Benedict, Benedict. yes, uh, a couple sessions ago about there being a ghost wandering the the hills or the walk or the. I'm fine. Everything's fine. The roads <laughs> to the north, and. Um, so you decided to go that way. You also heard some other rumors as you were traveling about this ghost being very different from the ones that you met in Anuminous. This one is actually attacking and hurting travelers and killing some of them. Um, you decided uh, first we went. We caught up with Hanar 
who had missed the previous session because yep. he'd gone back to his dwarven home with this giant pearl that he'd collected when you fought the lake monster. And um, you brought it, you met an old uh, uh, stone singer, and him and his student helped you uh, this determine that though it was not stone, it was made, it was a pearl, in fact, there was a stone at the center of it. And you very bravely decided that you wanted to know what was in it. Brave, foolish, uh, a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Yeah. I didn't say wisely. <laughs> <laughs> bravely. <laughs> um, decided to open it, and you found it, and you found this weird stone. You touched it, and it gave you a vision, because uh, you'd wondered where it came from, and it gave you a vision of what was essentially Valinor um, and the West. And uh, you brought it back, and you're like, hey, friends. Look at this thing. It has a lot to say. Yeah, it's mm. got a whole bunch to say. And Erland was like, oh no. <laughs> okay. Uh that's uh that's that's the Pelantir. And uh I do want to touch it too, though. <laughs> <laughs> Please yes, yeah, So everyone decided to touch it. Um they were not as successful as you were. Uh with Runa being the least successful. It didn't go good. No. <laughs> Because she wanted to see the other stones, right? You wanted to see where the other ones were? Yeah, because Erlen said there were a bunch of other ones. And I was like, ooh, where are those? Yes, oh. and uh, that didn't work out so well for you. Mm -mm. Uh, the stone didn't seem happy with that. So you got a bunch of shadow damage from that. <laughs> and Erlen, after Runa did that, still decided that he wanted to touch the stone because wisdom and knowledge. Come on, who can turn that off? Um, so you touched it as well. You didn't have quite as much damage because you had a, a somewhat not you, you had a successful roll or no I failed fail. okay <laughs> you failed but you didn't you have a um a tanguar that's what it was or something there's, I don't remember there's something mitigating quite well, how much damage there was also it was not looking in the wrong direction that's yet. true that's right you were wanting to see was... things to the west so but even the but since you failed you yes. also took some shadow damage um and Sausage wasn't there for that particular temptation, although you still have the stone, so there's time. Um, <laughs> you want to put some bad rock? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, from there, you decided to, okay, we'll just keep this in this pearl. Um, it's like chained up with this uh, beautiful silver chain. No, it's not me thrill, but silver chain that the dwarves gave you to kind of keep it closed in. Um, so hopefully you're hoping that that might shield you from its power or... Something. <laughs> well, at the very least, it's touch-proof as long as it's locked up in its chain. Right, touch-proof. That's definitely the, the like, only thing you should like, worry about. It won't be like, oops, oh, I touched it again. Oh, no. Covering planters is a thing that people do. It is, absolutely. This is seems wise. not the worst yeah. safety precaution that you could take. Um, <laughs> so then you did go up and uh, to confront this ghost that was haunting the, the roadways to the north of Creek's Crossing. Um, you found them, uh, and it you, you first saw like this beautiful golden um, music box that looked like a little red bird in a golden cage. And it played this song, and it was just kind of sitting. It was very clearly a piece of like very expensive treasure sitting in the roadway. Um, you were wise enough from having just touched something that you shouldn't have touched to not go touch it. <laughs> so you uh, you kind of stayed safe, and you... Had a confrontation with the ghost who was obviously using it as a trap or was somehow connected to it or haunting it or something. Um, you did defeat them. Um, it ended up being a nobleman um, of uh, like 
hard to kind of tell exactly what age. It wasn't the high Numenorean age that um, where they they built a Numinous and such things, but po you know possibly a few generations after that. Um, and he just kept saying it was too late. It was too late until you. Well, I thought it him. was a lady. No, no, this mm -hmm. one was, was a, a gentleman. The rumor oh. you'd heard was a lady. Oh. And then, but then uh, other rumors started popping up that it was different, like all these different versions. And then gotcha. at the very end, at least the way it appeared to you was this nobleman. So, gotcha. with my the, bet. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, and yes, yeah, so now you have this previously haunted birdcage um, that is a very expensive, like it is solid gold uh, with the little feathers. Like it's it's beautifully carved. Like it is. Treasure hunters, you know this is treasure, like of another level. Like this is royal, like gift from at one king to another level treasure. Mm. Um, and you also have the Palantir, which is totally fine. Which is like a level above that. So we're doing pretty well uh, on the treasure hunt. Or you give to your enemies. Those are the options with the Palantir. <laughs> yeah. Sure, but you know, I mean, in terms of rarity. Sure. Oh yes, in terms yeah. of rarity, it is. Pretty successful treasure hunting. Right. Yes. You are you are hunting. Treasure. There is a lot of dangerous treasure out there. Yes, and this is just one of those mm -hmm. things. And Rune is going to touch all of it. Yep. Is it is it is it previously haunted or allegedly previously haunted? Oh, it was definitely haunted when we found it. Well, no, no, because no, you mentioned the previously haunted birdcage. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, because we we took care of the ghost. Yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, yeah. We Pretty think. sure you took care of the ghost. No. <laughs> I mean, okay, just bringing that out yeah. there. <clears throat> Possibly mildly cursed birdcage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> mildly. That's a mildly. At least it stopped making things cold and dark and scary. That's true. That's true. Yes. So it seems better. It does. And it still works. Like yes. if you wind it up, oh, it, it makes still plays bird song. Yeah, the bird song. Collecting cursed items. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hands on. <laughs> uh, all right. So every uh, adventure is just the two of us running in. Like. <laughs> yeah. So let's start by catching up what happened with Sausage. So Sausage, you, um, while uh, everyone was having uh, their time in uh, Creek's Crossing, you received a letter, because um, you just passed through the Shire, um, and you received another letter from the Shire. So while I know you missed last session for real world issues, let's create some like uh, awesome ties for why Sausage maybe got a letter from the Shire and where yeah. did you end up want, where would you like to go and explore um so i i think there are a few things that would pull sausage away from the fellowship mm -hmm. considering the times um but when i get the letter i open it and the only words on it are you know dear sausage we are paying tribute to sheriff Gilroy Cloverchick. Mm -hmm. And that's all I need to know because the only time you ever pay tribute to a sheriff, and I'm kind of making this up again. I don't know if there's no, lore around no, sheriffs, but uh, the only time you ever pay tribute to a sheriff is when they die. Mm. And so I am a former sheriff, mm -hmm. but this summons still pulls weight with me and because I know that they're not just going to call me out for anything right. related to that. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I need uh, Gilroy. What was the name? Gilroy Cloverchick. Cloverchick. I love that. Mm -hmm. So you are amazing at, and so, at Shire names. Name. Yeah. You know what? I'm so I, I'm I'm practicing. <laughs> you got to get the practice in. So you were summoned to um, basically to a funeral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and and what what I what I find when I get there is that indeed the East Farthing, one of the East Farthing sheriffs has fallen. Uh, there was some sort of wild beast mm. that claimed his life. Oh. Uh, and it was bad enough that it was like one of those closed casket funeral situations. Oh, okay. And that kind of just sets off a lot of red flags in my head because that doesn't like usually we can scare the animals off. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're not so wild or feral that we can that we can't deal with them. But you know, kind of seeing how the darkness in the world is is spreading and expanding, I'm be, I'm beginning to worry. Yeah, yeah, and to worry that that again something's coming to the Shire too. But yeah. the Shire isn't exempt from this one. Yeah. So sad that you missed the ghost. That would be so creepy and yeah. that's okay. This is I, I like this tie-in. Um so uh I'm gonna say that there's some mystery around this beast that killed the sheriff, uh Gilroy Cloverchik. Um but they were a fine warrior as far especially in Hobbit terms mm-hmm. like as yeah, a hobby yeah. they were one of the best warriors you know of the yeah. best fighters so the fact that something like had a very sound victory uh, and did that much damage to him um is something definitely to be concerned with yeah and that is not something that would normally happen from any of the beasts of the shire mm-hmm. like there are big wolves and there's scary things in the shire but for the most part the hobbits know how to deal with them. Yeah. And especially yeah. someone as trained and uh, knowledgeable of the dangers of the Shire as Gilroy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say there's a lot of different rumors about what it was. Mm-hmm. So some say it was a uh, man passing, uh, like dressed in furs mm-hmm. like a beast. Some say it was a, a ghost of a beast that had been killed ages past that was coming back. So there's just like wild rumors flying throughout the Shire of what this was. Yeah. Um, Hobbits have very good imaginations despite not liking adventure. Yeah. And they love passing rumors about and they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's a little hard for you to kind of deduce like what is actual fact about this. Um, so what would you what would you like to do? Um, I, at this point, I'm, I'm really kind of just catching up with Everyone at the Shire, I am trying to, I'm asking around, like mm-hmm. wondering what this was. I I don't think anyone would have seen, you know, I think if it were something big and something that people would know, there would be no escaping, like whatever it was, whatever that, whatever that thing was. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of makes sense that, you know, Gilroy was probably found mm-hmm. uh, in the state that they're in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna continue to I'm gonna like the sheriffs are all there. We're paying tribute. I'm gonna talk to every single one of them, mm-hmm. including the wall, and uh, you know whatever whatever kind of guff the wall has with me, That's I don't care. Willemus, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to yeah, just just kind of convene everybody, and then there's the matter of electing the new sheriff. So I'll probably stay and and you know just hang out until that resolves itself. Okay, we'll say like it's been some time because you went traveling a little bit to find the the wraith and then you've had to come back um assuming were you guys coming back to creek's crossing yeah i mean probably wise to regroup before we go out looking for something else okay i mean it seems like even if you want to do something about the birdcage or something like that it feels like you do a day or two journey just to creek's crossing to then like 
go out from there. But I'm also mm-hmm. fine with you if you don't want to. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I also think that Erlen like wants to touch some familiar grass. Okay, hmm. <laughs> that's fair. That's <laughs> you're feeling stressed out. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Think about uh, your visions for a second, because I do want to kind of revisit those um, in just a minute of what mm-hmm. you saw when you touched the Palantir, um, and uh, oh yeah, a little bit of like language knowledge. Uh, e at the end of a word, it makes it plural. plural. So mm-hmm. palantir is the individual. If you're talking about yeah. all of them together, it's the palantiri. So FYI, yeah. when I'm switching that up, that's why I'm switching it up. Like um, the star and the starry, right? Yeah, yeah. correct. Very good. Look at you. When we sat down the first day, you're like, I saw the movies once. <laughs> I love it. I do my research when I can. I know. It's amazing. Um, so just kind of think back on that because we're going to circle back for those. Um, so uh, you get all the sheriffs together, which isn't super hard because there's actually a little bit of um, a tradition with that. Um, after, you know, one of the sheriffs falls, like there's like the funeral and generally all the sheriffs go to a specific, like a pub yeah, together, whatever's yeah. nearby to kind of spend time together to kind of touch base. Cause really in the Shire, it's mostly like farmers and crafters and, you know, poets, things like that. Like not, not so many poets, but in their <laughs> spare time. Um, but it, it's, there's not a lot of hobbits who really know like, what it's like to have to fight things mm-hmm. um and to and so you you even though you don't all necessarily get along with each other there's a little bit of a comrade in arms situation happening where you all at least know what the rest of you go through yeah mm-hmm. um so you're at this pub and you've talked with a lot of them um and so let's do a conversation with like one of them okay do you sure. want to do Willemus the Wall, or do you want to pick someone else? Um, no, let's do the wall. All right. Let's do the wall. Uh, yeah, we're at the pub. I've gotten a drink. I'm going to get another one uh, sort of as a preemptive olive branch or a preemptive peace offering mm-hmm. to the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll walk up and I'll say, Willemus. Sausage. It's good to see you. He's- yeah. In his cups. <laughs> in, okay. Uh, all things considered, indeed. Always a pleasure to see the other sheriffs. And I put, you know, I put my the extra cup down. I push it towards him and I say, for you on this uh, somber occasion. Thank. That's very kind of you. Yes, uh, Gilroy, Gilroy was a good hobbit. I, was, I wasn't close to lots of hobbits, but Gilroy... Gilroy, you could trust to have your back. Yeah, yeah. True words were never said. I think everybody, uh, everybody was Gilroy's friend. Yeah, that that was a talent that I didn't, didn't ever, ever able to do. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I am well known and renowned and a good fighter, but having people like you and having everybody like you, that is... That it takes some doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, I'm I'm wondering now. He was one of the best of us. Yeah. Or certainly one of the toughest of us. Uh, yeah. You know what it was that did him in. His face like gets like kind of dark at that. No, I've been out and uh, I've gone looking and I haven't found anything. Mm. And 
everyone's saying different things, but the thing none of us sheriffs can figure out is if there was something big he was going after that was able to do that to him, why did he go alone? None of us can figure that out because Gilroy was a lot of things. and He, he was very capable, but he, he wasn't a fool. No, he was no fool. He would, he would know, and he would have taken backup. He wouldn't let pride get in the way. And there's like a, like a glint of like, oh, maybe it's a lesson I should learn. And then he like pushes it away and takes pride. <laughs> no. Like you can just see it cross his eyes for a moment yeah. and like, no, that's silly. No. Huh. <laughs> so close. Um, well, that is true. Unless this was something he did not want anyone else to face. Yeah, maybe. But then, why would he try and take it on alone and make it more likely that it would, you know, get to the rest of us? Yeah, these are all mysteries that we might not solve. Or rather, hopefully, we'll solve uh, in a better fashion than he did. Here's to that. I raise my glass yeah, and thinking. Think, yeah. Uh, I turn to the wall, I look him square in the eye, mm -hmm. and I've not exchanged very many words except maybe to ask about his mom um on occasion but i look at him and i say um you are you are one of the biggest and one of the strongest and one of the most skilled with a blade of us hobbits but do not take the same chances. I do not want to see, I don't want to see anyone's life end that way again, if it can be helped. Yeah, we should, uh, we should caution everyone now. Mm. Especially in the area he was. Just maybe make sure hobbits don't go alone in that area. Even, even the sheriffs. Yeah. And I know you probably have to be on your way, but I'll, I'll make sure to get the, the sheriffs organized so we can do some searches together of where we found him. Try and see what we can find. Um, I give him a pat on the shoulder, like appreciatively, uh, yeah. and I say, uh, I'll be here in Michael Delving at least, uh, at least until the new sheriff is elected. Well, there's... He had a, an apprentice, so I, I don't... Expect it will take too long. He's a uh, fairly young, but he's a he's a capable kid. So I think he's gonna probably just take that, at least for now. We'll still do the election, of course, but I don't expect there to be some other candidate who steps up for it, especially after kind of like you know Gilroy. Can I add a little something? Sure. So I'm intrigued, right? I ask, I ask the wall, like, who this kid is, mm -hmm. and it's my nephew. Oh, it's yeah. Bastion, Bastion Brand, um, uh, Brandy Bottom. Okay. I'm not happy about that. Yeah. Like, you know, I, uh, my face turns kind of blanch white, and I say, uh, well, actually, I don't say anything, but I think, like, I'm not going to stop Bastion from doing what he thinks is right mm -hmm. but what a day and age to be <laughs> kind of you know to mm -hmm. get inducted into being a sheriff yeah awesome 
that was very good. Um, yeah. Uh, so Bastion's not here since he's not actually a sheriff yet. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, it's not a private party, but other people kind of cleared out, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, over the next day or two, we have a little bit of a montage of... Um, people you know doing searches and like threes and fours even um with the sheriffs um we get some fresh face shots of bastion like trying to like you know wearing the the the, mm -hmm. the sheriff thing like in his house like trying to see it's like a little <laughs> big on him like his like mom taking it in a little um like the election and things like that and bastion winning yeah so yeah. he becomes the new um uh the new sheriff, I'm sorry, which section of the Hopshire did you say? Uh, East Farthing. East Farthing. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that's, and then you, like, how would you react? Like, if he's, like, there, he's got his shiny new, like, polished little yeah. sheriff star on. Um, I am just proud without, you know, without a doubt. Um, I'm really afraid at this point. Mm-hmm. And I am going to, you know what, I'm going to, when I have a moment to take Bastion aside, and I'm going to say, um, uh, well, I always knew you'd make something of yourself in this world. Um, it's not easy work, I'll tell you that. But... When you do something right, it is an incredible feeling. And when you see the looks of those, you know, and those faces that you are working for and you are protecting, there is nothing that beats that. But, but there is, there is darkness in this world, my dear boy. And, and I just want you to, to take care of yourself and don't take any chances I wouldn't take. You promise me that, please. Of, of course, of course, Uncle Burl. And I, I, I know how important this is and I know what can happen. I, I spent my whole life watching you and watching you help people and seeing the looks on people's face after you help them. I know this is important and I know I probably won't be great at it to start, but I know that if I just do like you did, I could I can be a great sheriff and really help people. Um, would it be all right if I gave Bastion my blessed leather shirt? Sure, absolutely. I you know I kind of trace my hands on the the leaves mm -hmm. where the 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 spirit touched mm -hmm. my armor in the dream, and I'm going to doff it, and I'm going to say, um. This uh, this this piece of armor, right? It it saved my life. It has taken many blows, and it it was on me when I slayed the darkest thing I've ever slain. Oh. And I hope it protects you too. Golly, th thank you, thank you so much, Uncle Burl. It's that's amazing. And I say, um, I'm gonna be heading out in the morning. You best be in one piece and unscathed the next time I come back to the Shire. I'll, I'll do my best, and I'm 
sure with what I learned from you and with this amazing armor, I will, I will be just fine. Yeah. And we get the, like, him putting it on. And yeah. That was very good. Yeah. And I, I'm going to, like, the morning when I walk away, I've mm -hmm. got tears in my eyes. Okay. And I'm just, I'm, I'm more afraid leaving the Shire than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and we'll just say that you replaced that piece of armor with, obviously, not a blessed, but yeah. a, an, an equally, uh, like, same weight, same, same stats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But it's no longer blessed ghost armor. That was amazing. Thank you so much for that. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, we're going to say, are you going to meet your friends? Was that I'm, you I'm going to go back to Creek's Crossing okay. in the hopes that, you know, that we will reunite ourselves sooner than later. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we'll jump ahead to uh, the three of you are in Creek's Crossing. Sausage, you were in route. Mm -hmm. Um and I want to know how at peace you are with what you saw and how it's kind of manifesting in your daily lives at Creek's Crossing. It's only been a day or two. Like, we're not going to have, like, weeks pass. Um, we're going to have probably a day or two until Sausage makes it up there because it's kind of a quick, quick little jaunt up mm -hmm. um, and familiar roads. So does anyone have an idea of how they're reacting to the idea of this thing you have, um, what they saw in their vision... I think Hanar has become like the super inquisitive student and keeps coming around and asking Erland all these questions about things he saw. Like, what does this mean? Why were those elves so big? Like, <laughs> I've never seen an elf so big. That was like a horse. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what, what does this mean? You know, like... So it's just, yeah, it's that, that kid that sits in the front of class because they think they know a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but they really don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. They just saw the Cliff Notes version on YouTube. <laughs> so without subtitles. So you're like, <laughs> I, what is that? There were a lot of, they made these mm -hmm. things and then they sent them places. You know, it's, yeah. Probably, I don't know how patient Erland is, but. Extremely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right now. Like, these, this is actually going to help distract him ah. from the thing that he is trying okay. to avoid. So this is excellent. <laughs> uh, he tells he tells you any answer that he can possibly give. I would say through that you probably learn that he is descended from elves that aren't even part of the elves that you saw. Oh, um, the elves of the Sindar, which is essentially where his uh, lineage comes from, have been in Middle Earth for so long, just an insane amount of time. They've been in, anchored in that region in Middle-earth since before the sun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, But he does know of the Noldor, and he tells of, you know, the great craftspeople and the, the blessed from Valinor that came, and what you saw was probably some of the most ancient and noble of elves, and some of which are still in Middle-earth. Well, they're still around. Yes. Actually, um, I've met some of them. Oh. Yes. Were they uh, still so large? Well, they are taller and I would say a bit of um, a mo more noble profile than myself. Oh. 
like you you probably see Hannah like look at your knees and then <laughs> <laughs> like eyeball it like mm, okay that's uncomfortably tall <laughs> and yeah he he will tell you anything and everything there is to know about the voyage of the elves from Valinor that you saw and probably mentions that they crafted other great stones that were of interest to your people that have been lost or destroyed or thrown into the sea like other stones were. Yeah, one of those words you'd probably hear would be Sil- Silmarill. Absolutely. And yeah, so uh, basically what you'd find out, and this is like the Cliff Notes version of, the of, Cliff Mid- Notes. of Middle Earth. <laughs> sure. So the elves were woken in Middle Earth. Uh, they were called by the the Valar, the gods, hey, come to our beautiful island. It's paradise. It's perfect. Some of them went, and some of them did not. Um, the ones that chose not to go stayed and have been in Middle-earth for a long time, eventually <laughs> leading to Erland and their people. Um, those who went to Valinor stayed there for a really long time, um, eventually... Committed a bunch of atrocities. <laughs> Killed each other. Killed each other. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, rebelled against the gods um, and came back to Middle Earth uh, because they, because of their pride, basically. They wanted to make great kingdoms and they thought themselves excellent and they also wanted to kill Morgoth and a bunch of things. So they came back. They were banned from Valinor. They were like never allowed to return, which is why some of the elves being allowed to return now is a big deal. Um, there are Noldor specifically. Um, they those are the ones who uh, they are the ones who crafted the Pelantiri. They also cra- crafted well one of them, who is a problem. He's a piece of work. <laughs> He's a big piece of work. <laughs> uh, created. Um, there were these two beautiful trees in Valinor. They worked as the sun and the moon. They were the most beautiful things things ever. Um, they were poison, poisoned and and destroyed. Um, but their light was captured into a number of stones called the Silmarils, which were like the most perfect, shining, beautiful gems which basically destroyed all of history because people kill each other all the time for them. Mm. And which is why it's called the Silmarillion because they caused so much problem they named a book after them. Um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, like, this, these are the, these uh, are completely, like, wound up in that great history. So, the Noldar are the ones who came back. Those of you who've seen the movies, uh, Galadriel is one of the Noldar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, high, high-born Noldor. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. yeah way <laughs> older than the sun and the moon. She came from Valinor in that original thing. She took play, She took part in that rebellion, which is why those of us who got annoyed at uh, Rings of Power when she's just like, oh, sure, I can go back to Valinor. I'm going to do a boat. It's like, no, no. Hmm. You're specifically on the banned list. Like... <laughs> It says the bouncer says yeah, no. <laughs> Gal- like the, the the Valar are like no no Galadriel your names are here as on the no list you no fly list. Um, but just, people try and fly all the time even though there's no fly list. So well, I feel like the gods <laughs> would probably be a little bit better than a computer. It's been a long time. Maybe, know, maybe they recognize her. Oh wait, she's ageless and looks the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that is a name that he would definitely bring up. He knows who Galadriel is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everyone knows who Galadriel is. Yeah. So, uh, so okay. there's not a, a whole bunch of them left. A lot of them have been killed off because they fight a lot. Fought in wars. There's a lot yeah. of wars. Uh, a lot of wars over the Silmarils. Bad things. Yeah. yeah. Bad things. Um, and then that's why if you watch Lord of the Rings, in one part when she's like, "Oh, I've you know when she I've diminished. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've diminished. I will go into the West when she turns down the ring from Frodo." 
that's like her final passing of a test showing that she's gotten over her pride. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when the Valar forgive her and are going to allow her to return to Valinor someday. Also, she's like fostered saplings of the tree and a bunch, done yeah, a bunch of other of really things. big stuff. <laughs> she's done a lot of good things to yeah. make up for her, her mistakes. But um, so that the, the Palantir are all tied in with that. So there's a lot of drama, but you get a lot of that information. So I, I think like throughout the day, like I just walk by and I ask a bunch of questions and then I wander off a while and then I come back and I ask more questions. And in the in between times, I'm like starting like a the the book of elf knowledge. Okay. Because <laughs> like it's fascinating and what is this thing? And you know, all of mm-hmm. that. So like now that's that's sort of like his hobby is figuring out what the elves are doing and what what are, what are these other elves doing that can't go and what what is you know all of that it's yeah. just like where are they what are they doing around here like are they living around here like <laughs> should they be on the lookout for giant elves that hide in the trees and who knows <laughs> okay what kind of mischief they're up to awesome. but yeah that's definitely his uh his focus. Okay. And some of the stuff from the stories are things that you probably, if you think about back to um, the Tower and Anuminous, some of the things that were tied in with like what you really saw and what are in different directions. You're like, oh, hey, the island with the trees. That, sure, you know, sure. Things like yeah, that. Yeah. So you probably start making some connections with other things you've seen as well. For sure, for sure. Okay. So you have a new hobby that you're obsessed with. Yeah. Which is elf history. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Runa or Erland? I think. Okay. I don't know if I tell Erland this, but I think secretly now he's like, I have to take this stone to Galadriel and see what she has to say about oh. it. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's supposed to be a big one of these. All right. <laughs> I think he does not tell you that he does know someone who has a Palantir. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers. There's one really close by. Yeah. <laughs> What happens if you get them together? Do they do things? Like, who knows? Feedback. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just aim them at each other and then just... Um, I think this is, A, an extremely welcome distraction for Erlen, mm-hmm. who, for the most part, is sitting in, like, the quietest, most serene academic meditation, essentially, he's ever been in, basically. He just sits in his quiet little desk area Mm -hmm. that he's made for himself and um, the thing that he does that I think is the most peculiar that he normally does is he every night the like two nights that are between the ghost fight and now has gone and sat under the stars Mm -hmm. and specifically looked west and is having a like whole thought about what he saw mm-hmm. because now it isn't just that the West is calling so many people and this is his home and he thinks it's all of their home and why would you leave? But also now it's like, what if I, especially telling Hanar all of this, mm-hmm. what if I am also rejected for my pride? That why would I know better when I look into the Silmaril than Lord Kirin? Why would I be the one to see what he doesn't see because he is so much older and wiser than anyone I've ever met? So why would I second guess that? Mm. 
And I think that through sitting there and thinking all of this, he does come to a very fascinating conclusion about himself, which for someone so old probably should have dawned on him a little bit sooner. Um, but that he has never felt the call. Not once. And he's seen so many people and talked. I mean, we've talked to people and even those who aren't ready to go yet have spoken of, oh, I can see that it's becoming our time and all of that stuff. And he's politely engaged and be like, oh yeah, absolutely, this is also a thing that I understand. Mm -hmm. But it's not, and he believes in so many of the other things that all the other elves say and do and talk about and their history and all of the power that is within them. He's never felt called once. Mm -hmm. And it is a very lonely moment. Mm -hmm. And I think he starts to wonder if being born so late means that his light is actually not the same as the others. Oh. Yeah. Um, the part of his vision where he like got a glimpse of Eleanor and then was like pushed back and rejected. Does that bother him or is that a comfort because he doesn't feel the call to go? I think before it would have been comforting and in the moment I think it was a little comforting, mm -hmm. but the moment that he got away from it, this chip that's been on his shoulder for being so young mm -hmm. and kind of not being one of the highborn elves that he's been surrounded by his whole life. Mm-hmm kind of has become, I think it festered as resentment before all of this. Mm -hmm. And he's realizing, oh, that's a problem that I actually have. And I think it's the first time he's actually seeing it laid plain in a way that he understands that um, in the moment it was nice to feel right. Mm -hmm. But then he went, why is that nice? Yeah. Um, and he's just very young for an elf. In reality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's something that he's never had to face because he was surrounded by people who were already adults when he was a child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's, you know, thousands plus years old. And yeah. Still hasn't dealt with it. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a that's a whole lot of therapy needed. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the therapist for the elves is the stars. Yes. So we're, we're having some quality, uh, quality star time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Bruna. Yes. Um, I think uh, while Hannah's been asking his questions and Erlen has been stargazing, um, she's taken to like climbing, climbing to the top of our ruins to sit by herself and like, mm -hmm. like, uh, conspiracy theory board herself, like all of the things she can remember about where the Palantiri are from mm -hmm. what she saw. Because her shadow is dragon sickness. And I think that's manifesting less in greed for, like, I want to amass wealth. Mm -hmm. And more in some treasures are dangerous and I need to collect them to protect people from them. <laughs> Very healthy reaction yeah, to that shadow. <laughs> because the cursed birdcage just reinforced that, like, oh, another dangerous treasure. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I yeah. love that. So, so we have Hanar madly scribbling all the information about the elves that he can get his hands on. We have Erland, who's processing a lot of 
existential conflict and like childhood issues while looking at the stars and like info dumping with Hanar and Runa who's like ah, we've like the like the equivalent of like Lord of the Rings like string map on the wall <laughs> exactly. of like where all the Palantiri are <laughs> like okay I know, you know where I need to go yeah where all the treasures yeah. are can we say it's in you said it's like in a notebook yeah she okay. has like a notebook okay so it's like but it's like very like a little bit unhinged scribbling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like if you spread all all the papers around like a a room, it would look like a crazy yeah. person. Okay, had done it. Okay. I think it's hilarious that both of you turn to writing, and I'm the one that's not writing. This not time. writing at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. If um, we were paying attention, that's how we would know something was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so in this, this is the the vibe of like it's been we'll say like seventy two hours since she got back from your your jaunt with the ghost. Um, you still have the who has the palantir and who has the golden cage. I think if nobody objects, Runa would take the golden cage. Mm-hmm. No, and I don't think I like sort of the. No. I also like, stay away from the Palantir. Like, mm-hmm. fully, like... Well, I don't, like, brandish it at you. No, I know, but I think that he's aware of where you put it mm-hmm. and just doesn't go there. That's fair. <laughs> I think Runa checks to make sure it's still there. Like, okay, it's still there. Uh-huh. Like, periodically throughout the day, but doesn't touch it. Yeah, like, if we leave to go into town, yeah. I definitely take it with us. Absolutely. Like, it's not a... Just, oh, okay, we'll just leave it in our base. It'll be fine. I'm sure nothing bad could come. <laughs> Sausage waltzes in. <laughs> also, Ireland is continuing to be otherwise extremely normal. Just the most normal. Most normal. Aggressively normal. Yeah. Like almost almost overly polite, like calling you Lord Dwarf, mm-hmm. which he's kind cool. of stopped doing. That's yeah, okay. Okay. All right. I I think <clears throat> I think the best way I can describe like Hanar's writings mm-hmm. is it's like the the phenomenon with artists. They call it unbottling, mm-hmm. like where somebody has had thoughts about being an artist for years and years and years, never had the opportunity, never had the training or whatever. And then when they finally dive into it, they just produce a lot yeah. of stuff all at once. Like, I think it's that kind of thing. Okay. Awesome. Like where he's just like, I have all these memories in my head of seeing things and I need to put it down so it's organized in a way. Like it's not organized because the vision got all yeah. jumbled in his head, but it's... Just, I, I need to make this a thing, you know. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have memories from the stone that are, like, priceless knowledge mm-hmm. of history that even some of the oldest elves may not have. So you're some of the things that you're writing down, are you, like, super interested in some of that? Or are you, like... Yeah, if I, I know that he's writing it, okay. absolutely. Is this something you've shared, or is it private? No, I think, I mean, it's probably fairly obvious. Okay. Like... I mean, I don't write Elvish script, yeah. so you'd have to, if you read Dwarf. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's hilarious, actually. You know, like, I've, I've wrote down all these things I saw. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but especially, like, once you told the story about the trees, and then that I saw the trees, so there's, like, a sketch, like, a crude sketch oh. in there, and that kind of thing, and, like, oh, okay, those were important, and mm-hmm. then they turned into gemstones, I... Okay, I get that. The trees definitely elicit a reaction, like a full crying reaction. Yeah. Like, well, I'm like, I feel really bad. Like, like if you come over and you see me and I'm just finishing up the sketch or whatever, and you have like a big emotional reaction, Hannah would be like, I'm so sorry. 
Like, no, oh. No, 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 no. That's incredible. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought it was like when you touched the thing again. I. No. Um. My people have dreamt of the trees long after they've faded. Oh. They're they're sacred. As as near to touching the highest power that exists that we have. And just the sapling alone is still something to behold. I, like, I'd probably like pull the page out of the book and hand it to you. Like, oh. that's, I'm afraid I'm not very talented at, at drawing, but that's the best that I can remember. Aww. It's, it's incredible. I'm very grateful, Hanoth. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll try and think of other things I saw. Yeah. Right. Like, fully tucks the page against his chest. That's amazing. Neat little moment. Okay. <laughs> that was very good. Um, and I, I, I just as like on a nerd level, I love Dave learning this as Hannah's learning this with you and it's beautiful. I love everything about it. Um, so yeah, we'll say this is, uh, kind of the environment, um, on your way up, like the, like the day before you'd make Creek's crossing, um, you're riding along the road and you hear a very familiar voice. Um, what exactly, uh, Dave, sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, sorry. Um, what exactly did you ask Leorin in your, in your letter? You said that there was, um, you just said that you'd had this big, like, stone thing. Like, did well, you describe it, or? I don't think I specifically described it, but it was like, I brought home this thing from defeating the monster, and I don't know really what it is, and I have some information. It, well, because I wrote to him before I went home. Yeah, and he's the one who suggested that you right, go right. meet the dwarf. So, yeah, at that point, I didn't even know okay. any of that. Yeah, so you were it like, like, it's greenish, it kind of glows. It has a little bit of a glow. Okay, yeah, perfect. That's great. probably all I said. Okay. Um, and you haven't been in touch since? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, we immediately, like, I came back, and then we immediately went yeah. off to find the ghost. Yeah. Um. All right, so you're riding along the road sausage. <clears throat> And uh, you hear like this kind of gruff humming, and then you uh -huh. hear a very familiar, very loud barking sound. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, and <laughs> Ranyar, who's almost as big as your pony, comes bounding up next to you, like barking happily because they recognize you, and uh, wagging their very large tail. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, your pony probably does like the skit thing where it's like, ah! yeah, and yeah, it's like, oh. Bad. Oh, I know that dog. And they're kind yeah. of like, they're your back a little bit, but they like chill out and they're walking. Um, so, oh, hello, hello. Hello there. Sausage. Um, I, I dismount and I give Ranyar, you know, like a, a hearty pet. And then um, uh, I run over and I clasp arms with Lair mm -hmm. and, and I say, um, uh, well, hello there, friend. Um, uh, are you... Coming or are you going? A little bit of both, but uh, <laughs> I 
will join you in your direction. You are heading up to Creek's Crossing. I am, I am. I, uh, I had some business to take care of in the Shire, uh, but uh, I'm hoping to join, you know, the rest of the band uh, on Creek's Crossing. I I, I left in in um, uh, pretty... I left in hurried circumstances, and so... Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I heard... Uh, I heard the unfortunate news. I, my deepest sympathies in the loss of your friend. Oh, oh thank you, Lair, and I certainly appreciate that. Um, and as, you know, as I... Uh, okay. As I um, uh, take, you know, um, Cheese's reins and start mm -hmm. leading my pony uh, down the road... Kind of, you know, one one hand on the reins, one hand kind of continuing to pet Ranyar. Mm -hmm. Actually, probably be up here, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I I exchanged some pleasantries, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, we haven't spoken to Liren since we came from uh, since we left for Anuminas, right? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. been a while. So I I start filling I start filling our patron in on that, mm -hmm. and kind of just talking about you know all of the exploits that we we'd done. Mm -hmm. Um, it flips back and forth between like what you think might be feigned surprise, like oh really, that's yeah, amazing, yeah. and also like genuine surprise, like oh, uh, a giant fish monster. Okay, like interesting, yeah, kind of like back yeah. and forth. Uh, it's yeah. hard to tell how surprised he is or not. Who knows? No, you know, I'll take it. I'll like. I think. I think sausage kind of like has never lost sort of that enthusiasm talking to Laren so like every bit of surprise I take it seriously mm -hmm. <laughs> like you know whereas other people might might read it as a cue and be like okay maybe he doesn't necessarily want to hear about this I just kind of like take it all in sincerity okay very good and uh and you know I'm like yeah 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 I couldn't believe it either this thing was horrifying tall as a tall as a hobbit hole and um when it actually gets to the point of the 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 fish I say uh uh, I, I turn a little somber. I say, Laren, now I know you've been coming and going. You've been traveling the lands a lot. Have you seen anything strange? Uh, to be frank, uh, the sheriff that was taken down was not taken down by common means. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no worries. There's Funny sound of the, the, the traveling band of minstrels kind yeah, of like walking in the other direction. Uh, and uh, and I say, um, uh, these are strange times, and and these are dark tidings. What with what we found out in the lake, mm. and what with this coming from the shire, I I hope that you will be up front with me when I ask. If you know of anything that we, that that anything more troubling than the passing rumor or the odd ghost story, he kind of takes a breath for a moment. He looks at you like with a strange mix of a little bit of pity mm. and a little bit of concern and a little bit of like genuine, like like. Concern. It's like one of those things, like almost like when a child asks a hard question and mm -hmm. you need to give them some information, but mm -hmm. you don't want to give them so much that it will scare them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if Sausage would recognize that look, but that's kind of the best description of it. Um, 
Mm. He kind of looks at you and he stops and Ranyar stops and kind of looks up at him and he puts his hand on your shoulder. I'm assuming you're like walking next to each other as yeah, you're talking. Yeah. And puts his hand on your shoulder. Burl, I wish that I could tell you that there is only one terror in the world. I wish I could tell you that the thing that took your friend is the only danger. I don't know what specifically it was. But as I think that you already know in your heart, there are many terrors in this lovely world of ours. And it takes those with a stout heart, my friend, like you and like your young nephew, to face them and keep others from learning the truth of the darkness. Um, that, that stuns me a little bit. I mean, I keep walking, mm -hmm. but that does change my demeanor, mm -hmm. especially when he brings up, you know, Bastion. And um, I, again, I'm, I just kind of take comfort in petting the doggy. <laughs> Uh, as we walk, until I catch sight of the bridge, and I say, oh, it's coming along nicely, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, so I was hoping to take a take a look at it and see how how far they've come. It's very exciting. Yeah, indeed. Well, tell you what, I'm sure you've been on the road a while, and I certainly have. I could use a little bit of a sit-down and a drink. Absolutely. Um, let's, let's go see if we can find the band. I suppose the bridge side would probably be a good place to start. Oh, the best place to start, without a doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, too, like, I, I missed the beat for a moment, but, like, in your story, when you were talking about um, Athura, mm -hmm. um, who was the ghost, yeah. uh, there's a, he gets a look of, like, uh, sadness, but also, like, whimsy and familiarity. Mm. Um, like I don't know bittersweet if kind of a, a kind little of a, bit, but like oh. probably like when like like how you'd look after you think of like a family member or a very close friend who passed but like long ago when like it's not quite as painful huh. anymore. I don't know if sausage would pick up on that, um, but he gets kind of that. Oh, that sounds incredible. I'm sure she has a beautiful voice huh. and sort of that sort of like conversation as you walk. Oh, wow. Um, I think, I think I pick up that, that, that there's, you know, there are, there is some fascination there, but I don't know exactly why. Yeah. 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 Okay. Perfect. Huh. Um, then can we say that the three of you are in the tavern or where would you be? I can't think of anywhere else I'd rather be. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. And Real I can, time. Yeah. And I can see you like with notebooks out or whatever you want to be doing. Like, I feel like. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, the, the Irish tavern where everyone brings their thing and someone's having a music lesson in the corner and, like, people are reading and some people are talking and some people are singing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like people don't just come to have, like, a meal like we think of restaurants or really how taverns were used. They were the public house. Everyone came there. Um, it was easier to keep, you know, the pub warm with everybody in it than it was for everybody to individually keep their houses warm. So that's the kind of the vibe in this place. Um, people literally come from, like, oh, it's getting dark. They go to the pub until it's time uh -huh. to sleep. 
Um, so, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, you were sitting at a table or multiple tables or... It would feel weird for us to be at different tables. Yes. Mm, it would be weird. I, the only reason I would consider it is if I'm spreading out stuff and trying to draw. Maybe we've had a couple tables pushed together. Mm, I think yeah. that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Erland is not taking up as much room as they normally do, so okay. there's that. Yeah, and <laughs> Runa good. is not letting anybody see her notebook with okay. her weird scribbling. <laughs> uh -huh. She okay. is not doing that in front of people. Okay. You're hunching in the corner and hiding something. <laughs> no, like, she did that back at the ruins and is, like, not writing anything in the... <laughs> In now you're just here to have everything normal. Just like business out. as usual for yeah, you. Everything's here, right? fine. Don't look in this notebook. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're sitting there enjoying your drinks of choice. Um, the door opens. A little bit of cold breeze comes in, and there is Leorin, Ranyar, and your friend Sausage. Yeah. Like big streak of charcoal across the side of Hanard's <laughs> nose as he's been like. Erasing things with his thumb, and then <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, sausage. Yeah, I walk to everybody. Everybody gets a big hug. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, if you're like sitting on a chair, I kind of just come up beside you or behind you, and I throw my arms around you, uh, and I I look at your drawings, and I'm going, Anna, you picked up a new hobby, have you? I'm I'm trying to get better. Oh, this is it's wonderful stuff. to draw things. Uh, I can't draw either, <laughs> so like I look at him and I'm like, "Oh, well, this is something wonderful to come back to." I'm, I'm surprised that uh, um, you know I, I, it seems like you've picked yourself up an apprentice or something, eh? Actually, it's something that he's taken up all on his own. <laughs> uh, I'm amused by that, and I go, "I rude huh? sausage." Um, Welcome back. Oh, thanks. It's good to be back here, everyone. I say, uh, uh, what, what about you? Have you taken up to, to, to any scribblings or anything like that? Seems like it's the kind of thing to do nowadays. Uh, that seems to be what Hanar's into these days. It's always been the fashion. It's that's true. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, who's the Olga, right? Olga. Uh, I, I, uh, I uh, give a whistle to Olga and I say, Olga, the next round's on me. Um... Please, please, drinks and food for everyone. If they, have, if they haven't gone it yet, and if they do, eat again. Oh, I've missed you, sausage. <laughs> um, yeah, and 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 then and then I I invite Laren over. I, 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 look who's here! Look who's oh, here! Hello, friends. Hello, Laren. Good to see you. And he just stops, like stops mm. short. And you see, like surprise. You've probably never seen Laren look surprised ever. And he's just staring at some of your drawings and writings. Erlen's been telling you stories, it seems. Goodness. Quite the opposite, actually. That's true. Oh. <laughs> he looks, like, confused for the first time ever, probably in the time you've known yeah. him. That's not public house things to talk about. Uh, but if you're going to be around for a bit, I, I have something to... to talk about with you. We all, I think, do. I didn't, I... And much to catch you up on, friend. Yeah, seems like it. Indeed. Um, very well, yes. I can stay as long as needed. But there was a ghost. Oh. And yes, uh... I'm about... mid-drink yeah. and it's a spitting. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, Sasha was telling me about the one you met in Anuminous with the song. Oh. oh, yes, that one as well. She yes. was lovely. This one was not. 
Oh. Much less friendly. Oh. Uh, came out of a cursed birdcage. Did you say birdcage? Yes. The second surprise ever of the night. The birdcage was a trap. Fortunately, we recognized oh. it before touching it. Right. Um, not friendly ghost. No. But the first ghost that was friendly helped us defeat the second ghost that wasn't friendly. That's oh, true. Athura, yes. Uh, uh, she sounds very lovely. Um, and at, like as these details kind of start to trickle out, I'm, my head's kind of going from, wait, what? Like, what did I miss? Yeah, so what became of this birdcage? Oh, we have it. Oh. He doesn't look so Second good thing. You're going to need another drink. <laughs> Apparently, I don't feel like lapping this up off the table. No, Olga. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like uh, there's a lot that I do need to catch up on. Uh, well, but should we finish our meal, or is it something of urgency that we should... I don't think it won't keep through a meal. All oh, right. It's waited quite a while. It can wait a little longer. Mm-hmm. Quite a while. It's interesting to hear it. Elves use that term. That means that it's... Is... Oh, I, I gather it's been waiting a lot longer than Erland or uh, the rest of us. Oh, I would say it's waited ages. Huh. Olga, could you quickly bring our meals, please? I'm gonna like as 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 you know stuff gets said. I'm gonna just make sure to look around and make sure nobody's eavesdropping. Okay. Inappropriately. Yeah. Uh, Leorin is uh, insistent that you keep eating, <laughs> like in a little bit of that annoying way. Like, oh yes, really? Oh, take it. You should t- t- try this. It's very. <laughs> Don't let good. it get cold. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of nagging like mother-in-law type thing where it's like have you tried this you should have this oh oh are you still eating that okay like so the meal goes very quickly <laughs> um it feels like a little bit like you're being driven like, uh-huh. like if we wanted uh-huh. to go slower mm-hmm. it's not possible it's in not this a, situation yeah. <laughs> yeah uh uh so yeah you end up through the meal very quickly um and uh so where shall where shall we go to the ruins. Perhaps back to the... Uh... Indeed. Perhaps you could give me some more information a bit about this birdcage on the way. He seems very fixated on that. Mm. Yes, you know the rumors of the uh, the ghost on the roads to the north? Oh, yes. That turned out to be very true oh. and a lot more aggressive than initially uh, Benedict at least said. Interesting. Um, it was accosting travelers on the road hmm. using the birdcage as a lure. Oh, there's a lot of luring going on. It's true. Two lures, both cursed. Mm. Well. Ish. Mm. So we're going to... Never yeah. really trusted fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to the ruins. Yeah. You've been kind of ex- talking about the, the fight with the ghost and that sort of thing. Um, would, would you mind if I saw this birdcage? Oh, of course. And she'll go and get the birdcage and bring yeah. it. Goodness. And he, like, gently picks it up. This is quite old indeed. You were right about the ages. Oh. Uh, yes, this is a a piece of old treasure from times out, not long after 
the kingdom split into three kingdoms. You hand it back. Oh. You said it was a, a young nobleman who, who had it. Interesting. Yes. Well, I think you might have just found some of the treasure of King Arvindin. Arvendui. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'll make sure and add that to the archives when I log it in. Yes. Uh, uh, tragic tale. And he fled uh, his kingdom at one point and was trapped with his treasure and many of his followers. Um, many of them ended up perishing. And he took some of the treasure with him, but much of it is said to be still left behind. Seems that mm -hmm. one of his subjects, who was not so lucky, decided to take part of it and seek revenge. The spirit did just kept re repeating, it's too late. Yes, uh, it's unknown exactly what happened, but supposedly they took uh, shelter in some old dwarven mines up in the Blue Mountains. Oh. And, uh, they became trapped there somehow. Some say it was a beast. Some say cavens. Some say they simply got lost in the mines. That was one of the other rumors. Yes. We heard as well. And that it was an old beast. Oh. It sounds like they're related. Yes. More darkness in the world. But uh, that is not the thing that I was speaking of, Leoran. Oh. The thing I was alluding to, I think I will defer to Hannah to explain. Oh, yes, the well, the item that you went to the dwarven soft exactly. stone Exactly, yes. yes, yes, and like I'll reach in the bag uh -huh. and pull it out. Oh, that's lovely. Yes, um, I, I took it to the stone singer mm -hmm. and he felt that there was a stone inside. Oh. But it was a stone that he had never met. Oh, that's uh, odd. Indeed, he was curious. I was curious. We decided the the outer shell was pearl, hmm. uh, but we decided to cut into it to see what was inside, uh, and we found this stone. And like I'm slowly unlatching the. Mm -hmm. The more the you unlatch it, the more I'm actually stepping slowly out of the room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, when we uncovered this, I touched it, and it filled my mind with, I, from what I gather, all of history. Uh, like the look of slowly dawning, like, almost terror. Like, but d doubting, like, no. Like, like, right. yeah. So, here, here, here it is. It, be careful. Don't touch it. <laughs> I would. I came away unscathed, aside from a little bit of a headache, but it was more painful for Erland and Runa. She and quickly glances, like as you're yeah. doing your reveal. Erland is in the doorway. Yeah, <laughs> like suddenly you see this moment of like, like kind of like, Leoran's like, no, there's no way it could be. Like you see on their face, and then like as you start to lift it, he suddenly realizes. Erland has left the room, and that's when he's like, oh. <laughs> like, just as it, like, the full reveal. And you see this, like, flash of horror and terror on er on uh, Leoran's face. And, and then he grabs part of his cloak and he throws it over his own face. Oh. Put no. it away. 
Cover it. Oh, oh. Cover it. Oh, I hinge it back shut. And <clears throat> lock it back. I'm sorry. I, I it, it didn't affect anyone across the room before. It, no, it it is not that. He like carefully pulls his like part of his cloak away and pulls his hood that covers his face up. He covers like he covers it like as much as he can possibly do. I did not even dream that you would run into such a thing. I, like, you just, like, completely flabbergasted. Like, you could almost, like, fear, like, feel the fear and, like, him wanting to run away from it. Like, you've never seen him like this before. It seems like a completely different person. Erland, how could you allow this to happen? You, of all, should know what is... And you touched it. You all touched it? Oh, yes, yes. Yes. I didn't touch it. No, this was Sausage's first look as well. I know. Do you have any idea what has been done? The, the seven, but the... I saw faces both fair and foul. More foul than fair. They have the Palantiri in their clutches, and they use them for such dark purpose that I dare not even speak what they do. And now they know where you are, and they know that you have it. Every time, every time you open that the pearl, whoever is looking, knows where you are. You've opened it here. For those who know the history of this world, this is a very clear location. You may not be able to return. Where else? Have you opened it? Well, where I cut it open, back home. Oh, dear Hannah. Is that all? As far as I'm aware. Yes, I... This is where you were when you touched it? Yes. Here, yes. And I was back home when I did. But they can just see. It depends on who is using it. I do not know. They have been, many of them have been turned to dark purpose. Some may look in and see you here in these ruins and know not of it and not know where you are. But some of the cursed dark beings that use them to watch over this world may already be on their way. There are a few of these bright spires left. I assume you probably saw one on your travels in the lake. We did. We did. Unfortunately, they are connected with the Palantiri. They work as 
magnification links, if you will. Can't think of a better, more mystical word, sorry. But they, they helped connect the Palantir so that even those less trained in them can get clearer visions between them. It was a way to help those of the old kingdoms who may not have had the training those first Numenorians did still use them to effect. And then, when it was discovered how many of the Palantir had been taken by Dark Ones, they were, many of them destroyed or put, uh, or, or damaged in a way that they no longer functioned. Fortunately, there are those who still function. And he looks up like the giant crystal at the top of this. <laughs> Well, then the others that have them are also in danger. Yeah, yes, but I know you think of Kyrdan. Kyrdan is in a stronghold. Place that, though the darkness knows its location, it has not yet built the strength to attack it or take. dare. Do not dare right now, my friend. But as you've seen, the darkness is building in the world. And you see just like a glimpse of like the little dark, like little thing like is now that you saw on the road when he was like, there's many darknesses in the world. You see it like consuming him now. Mm. And there are those that would be recognized by both the fair and foul who look in these stones. I cannot tell you what to do with such a thing, for clearly there is some power that has brought it to your, your belonging, whether it is for your benefit or demise, I do not know, but I, I dare not stay where it is. Mm. He looks like heartbroken, like a like friend. You have been kind and generous and mercurial, but I value your counsel higher than most. And if you say it is dangerous, I would keep your company sooner than desire to retain something that would harm any of us, you among us. I appreciate that. I, it has been long since I have used one, ages, but there are those who are more versed in how they work now and how to safely use them now. I would counsel you, you find wisdom with perhaps your master, Kyrdan. He is one that I utmost would trust. I dare not stay with you, for there are those 
dark forces who, if they caught a glimpse of me through the stone, could pose greater danger to you than I could provide safety. Would it be wise to find another stronghold to keep it? I would have preferred it stayed at the bottom of the sea. But that did not seem to be what fate had in store for it or you. I know not how it will change the weavings of this world, but it has the power to change everything. Mm. Be wary of where you open it. If it is covered, it is limited. If you touch it while it is covered, those on the other end can see what you see and they get visions. Some are skilled enough to hear, most are not. Any of you hear anything when you saw your visions? No. Did I? Or was it just imagery? It seemed mostly just imagery. Okay. I think, if I said it right. Mm. It was imagery no. only. I'm, I would have believed you either way you okay. think right now. <laughs> I, I don't know, yeah, I don't remember what I described yeah. at the time, but... Erland, yes. do you hear anything when you saw your vision? I fear my vision was misleading. Or perhaps I didn't understand. The Palantir. It is like a sword in the hands of someone trained and good. It can do wonderful things in the hands of a villain or those with dark intents, it can commit atrocities. This is such a great burden and I am sorry it has befallen you. Better us than someone less capable. At least there are four of us to bear the burden together. They like, he doesn't quite smile the way, but you see like a little bit of the old layering come back of like, <laughs> just like Runa saying, like, better us than someone else. Like, <laughs> like that just like gives him a little bit of heart. Yes, Runa, perhaps, perhaps this did come to you for a reason. I would caution you to secrecy. The more who know of this, the greater the danger. The, the dark visions both of you saw warned that someone on the other on the other side recognized that you were using it and that it had been found. The Palantir itself does not give visions of darkness. It means that there are those who are using other stones of the group to their dark purpose. And when you look into them, 
they are seeing you or you are seeing their dark machinations, which will hurt the bravest of souls. And there's just so much weight of like personal experience in what he's saying. Um, and while you may have like suspected like different things based on like what your character knows, like this is like a whole nother level of like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. It came to us so we could deliver it. That's got to be what it is if fate has chosen us or if fate has brought it into our hands. Ireland, this, uh, this, this fortress, this Kyrdan of which you speak, can we reach them? Yes, it's... It's my home. The towers that you've seen just past the Shire. Um... Wow, my eyes kind of widen at that. And I say, then maybe that's where we take this thing. If we can't get rid of it any other way, if we can't find a place for it elsewhere in this world, maybe the burden's been placed on us to at least find the people who can deal with it. And I have written to Lord Kyrdan recently and asked for wisdom. So perhaps counsel is what we will get. Perhaps. But if, Laren, you are right, and things are marching to claim this Palantir, we cannot stay here and endanger the lives of the people of Creek's Crossing. No. No. For the time being, at least... A moving target is hardest to hit. And if we've kept one safe all this time, nothing I've seen should be bold enough to lay siege against one of the oldest elven citadels in the world. It is true. There is are... It, okay. Is it too risky to put two in the same place? Do they... That is a... Wise concern, Hanar. For the temptation of two might be great enough for them to risk even attacking the greatest elven stronghold on the coast. There are but a few places that have the light and the protection to keep some, such things safe. Mm. The Great Havens. Uh, Melandra, or Rivendell, uh, perhaps Lorien, or, uh... Oh! Yes! I, I've been writing. <laughs> he seems very surprised. <laughs> Laren's having a day. <laughs> and he just stares, and he, you can get the idea, like, you see him scanning, and, like, he's reading your Dwarvish. So uh, at this point, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so these are these are the only places I would trust such a thing. I will caution you. My pardon. But many of the younger races are often corrupted by such a thing. Especially the 
great histories of men have been tainted with them many times. Mm. Though there may be many who seem fair and strong and true, they think long before you trust someone with this secret of any race for the power that it provides and the whispers that can be given to someone from afar can corrupt even the brightest souls. I dare not stay here longer. I am sorry, friends. As terrible as this thing is, mm -hmm. I can't say that I regret learning from it. My dear Hanar, he kind of leans over and he touches you on the shoulder. You saw wonders. Indeed. <laughs> he kind of smiles over at Erlen sadly. That's many would die for a moment of what you saw and few now remember it mm. and he kind of smiles to himself a little if you do meet someone who has seen what you have seen even parts of it it will be a wonder to speak with them and they will be <laughs> delighted to hear and speak with someone else who's seen those wonders too. For the light of the trees and the light of Valinor is now beyond description for those who have not seen it. I will leave Ranyar with you. You can use all the help you can get. Did you want to roll for something? No, oh, I'm okay. just moving my cards nervously. <laughs> <laughs> It is the best that I can do for you at this moment, for my staying puts you in even greater danger. With that, I bid you adieu and good luck. If you have great need of me, I will do the best I can. Send Ranyar, you'll be able to find me. Mm. He looks kind of sadly at each of you and and turns and like very quickly stalks out. Mm. And Ranyar's like, oh. and he kind of like sits and he looks a little nervous, like he does a little paw thing. And give him some treats. Yeah, mm. immediately. He seems, he seems to relax a little bit. He likes all of you and he likes staying yeah. with you, but he knows his master's worried and something's very, very wrong. Erland, are you okay? Oh. I had a hope that this was not as dire as I feared it was. Hmm. I'm sorry to disappoint. You did no such thing. Not a one of you. Sorry for the surprise. I'm glad I'm here now. Didn't want to miss anything more. 
Perhaps it's best that you missed this misadventure. Um, I glance at each of you, and I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily express it, but I do feel like I missed a little something not being able to touch that stone. Like there is something kind of, there's something kind of tying the three of you together, and that that. You know, that wandering madness, mm. that, like, feeling of, like, not belonging someplace, it starts to gnaw a little bit mm. again. I say, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I say, I turn to you, Erlen, and I say, um, do you think it is a good idea? Manor, you made a good point. You think it is a good idea to bring this to the other elves? Maybe... At the very least, for a council. Because we haven't had a council session. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Kierden is the oldest and wisest of all of the elves that I have ever known. And... Was he one of those other elves? No, interestingly. He... Cursed and blessed with incredible knowledge, and is the guardian of these shores. I see. And I trust him above almost all else, and he has used one. Is what I was. Looking to see. And I, I... I believe that he would give us wise counsel. At the very least, he may be able to direct us to a place to take it. If he doesn't yes. feel they're safe together. Yes. And perhaps we... Find a way to warn him in advance. Hmm. Hmm. We send word it could be intercepted. Send it codedly. I think that would be wise. Perhaps another letter is in order. Well, if anybody knows any kind of codes, you'd probably be the best person to do it. Definitely not my forte. I'll admit this whole affair has me a bit out of sorts. Well, on the bright side, you get to go home for a little bit. It isn't as bright for me as it is for you, but... Yeah. My last trip home wasn't so bright either. Yes. How are you? I'm alive. Let's keep things that way for all of us, eh? Yes. Sounds like we should pack. Yes. I just got here, so I don't... Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I say, um... 
So we are bound south, then. I think that's wise. Should I take it somewhere other than right here next to Creek's Crossing and let it look around? No. No. Just to lead them somewhere else, if nothing else? I think the wisdom is to leave it covered. Fair enough. Fair enough. From Laren, it sounds like the less it's able to see, the better. Yes. For now. I'm off to go and draft something clever. I'll see you all in a bit. Mm. <laughs> um, when I have a that moment uh, with you, Hadar, I'm going to kind of just take you aside and I'm going to say, um, uh, I did not, I did not expect to arrive here with such uh, dire circumstances. Um, but if we are going to take, if this is as valuable as Leoran and Erlen make it out to be, and we are to be cautious, I trust your judgment more than I trust any of those elves who I'd never met. And if, if you ever need me to help you take care of these things, one way or another, I'll be there. Well, if this journey goes badly, and I'll reach in one of my pockets and I'll pull out like a, a small hammer, mm-hmm. right? And I'll hand it over and I'll say, if if I'm lost, if it looks like something evil, something dark is going to, to get a hold of this thing, open it and I show you how to work the little clasps. Mm-hmm. Uh, open it and just hit that thing as hard as you can. I'd rather see it destroyed than, than lead to further problems. At the very least, we don't want another giant fish monster. <laughs> <laughs> or if it were to be swallowed by who knows what else, or yeah. found by who who else know you know, whatever it may do to a simple fish in the sea, it could do to anything. Uh, you know, imagine if uh, if a wolf were to find it, mm. or imagine you know what what could come from anything. So, I think the only course of action is if we don't if we don't look like we're going to be successful, and I'm not able. Try and strike it down. I take the hammer, I tuck it into my belt, you know, keep it keep it close, and I'll say, you have my word. And that's good enough for me. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I guess we'll start, like, preparing meals for everybody again. You know, yeah. f- fill our bellies before we head out. Well, I think, like, no good journey starts at bedtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. I think before we head out, um... I'm going to set some traps up around the ruins in case somebody comes looking for that thing. Mm -hmm. At the very least, if the traps are tripped, we'll know someone was here. And at best, it'll maim them. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come in our house. The most Runa thing ever. Worst, it'll trip the traps. At best, it will maim them. I want a t-shirt with it. (laughs) Job (laughs) done. 
Right. Okay. okay. So yeah, James V over in the chat said, "But Burl, we just ate." And I'm like, "Well, that was your first dinner. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. second dinner. Absolutely. We've had emotional trauma since dinner. We need to eat again." Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. I feel like it should have you roll things because this is a game with rolling things, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. nice. We've had just amazing. Just I love every moment of all of this. But I have written a letter, by the way. Okay. It's ready to go. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have you. Uh, I'm gonna put heavy roll hunting, Runa. Okay. To see how oh. great a job of setting traps you do. Oh boy. Um, let's see. This seems important. I think I'm. Does it, would anybody mind if I use a fellowship point? Please. Okay. Go for it. That gives me an extra die, right? We are. Uh, yeah, not, it will give you a hope, which you can then spend. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So We're, basically, yeah. We are not leaning on those fellowship no. points no. as much as we should be or could yeah. be. We definitely don't use them as much. So basically, what it's doing is you're. You are using a hope of yours, and then you use your fellowship point to refresh. That. Yeah, okay. Um, Come on, dice. Let's name some stuff. <laughs> hey yo! Yeah! You're amazing. Said the magic words to the dice. Yeah. Um, Let's name some <laughs> You got a Gandalf rune. I got a Gandalf rune and I crushed my uh, my target number. Okay, amazing. Um, any Tangwars? No Tangwars. Okay. Um, you still succeed. You set up uh, traps all around um, the ruins. Um, the entrances and also like the sneaky entrances that you think you only know about, but just in case. Mm -hmm. um, so, what kind of what kind of traps do you do set? Um, let's see. I think we are ne we're pretty near the forest, yeah. So I could get mm -hmm. some wood to carve some oh, yeah, spikes yeah. and things. So. Um, Probably a spike pit or two, some like uh, trip wires where like you trip it and the door full of spikes swings out like Indiana Jones style yeah, and like, nice. get stuck okay. on it. Okay, very good. You're able to do all those things amazingly. It's full on. It's full on uh, Lord of the Rings Ewok village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the truth Living of what dream. women want. Yes. <laughs> spike traps. Spike traps everywhere. Leaning into the maiming part of it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the dice agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Absolutely. So you set all of this up. Um, and yeah, are you just resting till the morning? I wrote a letter and I'm going into town. I'm going to find someone to take it tonight. Tonight. Okay, very good. Um, yeah, you, you can find someone, especially you have some money. So yeah. people are like, oh, oh, it's important elf business. All right, I will. Uh, um, I will help. Before you go... Can I, I'll sketch something else I saw mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. send it along. Wonderful. Like, a, mm. how else would a dwarf have known what this looks like? Maybe if... That's literally know. what's in the letter, too. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. perfect. Yeah, it's Amazing. perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, which thing? Yeah, what do you draw? I don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe what the ship looked like that came here with it oh, before it fell off. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Oh, that would be yeah. amazing. Very good. Speaking okay. in language. Yes. Nice. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so the, you take this, you are able to send it off and you're like, you're like, do not stop. You must ride through the night, get there as fast as you can, you know, um, pay you extra and mm -hmm. yeah, they run off. Um, 
Middle Earth <clears throat> Pony Express style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super fast. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And uh, then bedtime. Yeah. I definitely tell everyone where the traps are. Okay. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, because I will find them. Oh, yeah. I was not going to be that <laughs> yeah. jerk lore master. It's like, <laughs> now everybody roll to not get caught in Rena's traps that she did a great job making. But also, the way that I roll in anything that involves violence yes. in this game, it would be me in the trap. Yeah, it would. Yeah, she gives you a map of where they all are. <laughs> oh, good map. I speak map. This is good. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So I also think at this point. Um, I'm, I think for Shadow, we continue to do the uh, six, the tests. Okay. So if you, but the two of you have Shadow points. Um, so it's Dread, so you're rolling um, against uh, your Valor. Cool. Okay. Sure. Heart, target number. Your heart. Yeah, heart. heart. Number. Ooh, okay. And we roll what? One. 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 Just one. If you only have one Valor, it's one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then up your feet die. Obviously. Yeah. Hey, no. <laughs> That's crooked. Oh. I'm going to do it again. That's bad. This, I'm keeping worse. these shadow points forever. <laughs> the dice is like, I wasn't crooked. What are you talking about? I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a five total. Okay. Um, I think it's really hard for you in this moment with this stone and with what's happened to Laren to kind of try and cheer yourself up. I feel like you you're trying to get past what you saw, and it's it's it just keeps kind of creeping back. And this the idea that what you saw and like the reality of what caused this to you, I think, is even more terrifying than what you thought it happened. So that knowledge, in a way, has almost made it worse. It hasn't given you more shadow. But it's like yeah. the weight of, oh, this wasn't just the stone hurting me with magic. It was something on the other side of this stone looking back at seeing me and causing pain through it. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, we're doing so good. So I think it's also not helping that, like, the advice of Lair and, like, our trusted patron mm -hmm. is the opposite of what Runa wants to do. Yeah. He's like, take this somewhere safe and get rid of it. And she's like, I want to collect them all. Yeah. And make sure they're all in the same spot where I can see them. Yeah. And they can see you. <laughs> well, if you collect them all, then they're not a problem then it's anymore. it's not a problem anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the funhouse mirror. They're, they're all the same Look thing. Look at each other in a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Just like little dinner feedback comes. Loop, like yeah. you mentioned, every room of your house has one. You're just like, hey, is dinner ready? <laughs> Runa, this thing has been at your house. It has been at my house. It wasn't. We didn't ball. open it. It wasn't in the open. House. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm yeah. just putting that thought in Runa's mind uh, as she's dealing with this shadow and fear. Yeah. I don't know if that suddenly dot well we'll say that like if you hadn't thought of it before it suddenly kind of occurs to you as you're trying to sleep in the middle of this night okay. with traps mm -hmm. all around you i think it's funny erlen should have more anxiety about taking it to his home mm -hmm. but the thing he's afraid of is going home yeah. <laughs> so right. it's one fear supersedes the other today right yeah um and also like anyone maybe could deal with this kirden yeah that's that's a pretty safe bet so <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, sleep through the night. Uh, I'm going to have each of you roll. 
Like the chat's talking oh. about how you could use the Palantiri for a security system, and Dave wrote, Oh yeah, ring security. <laughs> oh. Hilarious. I actually immediately was... remarkable. So good. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent going home. And putting the like the one ring script on all of my little cameras. <laughs> yeah. You can get yeah. little like decals that go around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure happening. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Every time I go to your house, I'll be like, hey, that's from my game. <laughs> it's terrifying. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all right. Back. All right. Um, I'm going to have if you are actively no, I'm just going to be all role awareness. Unless you are taking watches. Is anyone taking a watch? I think Erland incidentally just isn't sleeping. Okay. Mm. All right. If you are actively, like, like waiting for things to come, or if you are just not able to sleep, those are two different things. I think sitting and listening is kind of the way that he passes the time anyways, because okay. it is based in an anxiety of, like... Okay. I can't sleep anyway, so I'm going to sit here and listen because we're worried about stuff coming here for the thing that we're leaving because of anyways. Yeah. Yeah, if we're worried about stuff coming here, yeah. I feel like Bruno would take a watch. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, we'll say we split it up. Well, Hannah, would you also join in the watch? I mean, if somebody brings it up, sure, but it does not even occur to him. Okay. Is this a conversation you have, or are you all just paranoid alone and, like, all taking watches on your own and staying awake or not staying awake? Um, I think... I think Runo would just assume we're doing watches and be like, I'm going to take first watch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we'll well, if you like bring it up, in. yeah, if you yeah, bring yeah. it up, then yes. Okay. Um, so I am going to have you all roll scan, please. Oh. <laughs> that's much better. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, if you're actively scanning, then it is. Awareness is sort of like, okay. you happen to be walking through a place. Anybody mind if I burn a fellowship point on this? No. I only have one pip. <laughs> we never do it. I say yes, and we're doing it okay. for each other anyway. Okay. So let's go. Oh, uh, I got a Tengwar and a Gandalf oh, room. Oh, my hands are back. <laughs> what did you get? Oh, wow. My gosh. Oh, uh, whoa. Okay. Extraordinary Gandalf success. Double Tengwar. Oh. oh. <laughs> You're fine. Nothing sneaks past Andar. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. Just like... I was one off from getting the same thing. I got a six and a five. Yeah. yeah. I've what succeeded, you, what I think, on my first roll in a session and a half. So. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I succeeded at one roll last session. Uh, no, that's a nope for me. I missed it by two. Okay. Um, wow. That's a lot of successes. Okay. Um, so each one of you have a strange thing happen during your watch, except for sausage, because you don't notice anything. Okay. Fair it's fair. totally fine. Ooh. Nothing bad will happen. Um <laughs> Well, t shirt says that too. It's fine. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just wear it all the time. Um, so, Runa, you take first watch? Yeah. Okay. Do we did want to just go around the table, or is there a certain... You usually take morning, like early yeah, morning, right? Yeah, take early morning. Okay. Well, uh, I okay. which whatever is fine, yeah. So, um, Runa, during first watch, like, the sun goes down, and, you know, you're all eating dinner and stuff like that, then you take your watch, and... Um, you just can't, like, get out of your head, like, home. Like, home. Mm. It's, like, almost an intrusive thought. Like, it's, like, when you do start actually thinking about other things, it, like, pushes its way back in. And you're just starting to... 
My favorite thing is when I start describing things and Kai just like, just looks terrified. Just like, oh no. Um, and it's just like, it will not stop. And then you kind of keep, you feel like you're hearing things on like the edge of the forest. Because the, the ruins are like surrounded by the two rivers basically. But they're, but on both, like across the river, there's, there's pretty much forest all around you. Mm -hmm. You can kind of sometimes see... Um, depending on how clear a night it is, the smoke and the lights from Creek's Crossing a little bit off in the distance. But for the most part, it's just like foresty sounds. And you notice like there's these strange like like crunching sounds. Like if you were um, like out in the forest and like a branch falls. Hmm. So it doesn't sound like, it's not like foot footsteps or anything. It's just like crash. Sounds like a natural thing. And then crash, like in another direction. Sort of similar, but kind of weird that it's happening that regularly. Don't love that. Yeah, don't love it. And um, then you suddenly realize that you don't hear any birds or animals. That's not good. Mm -mm. And it stays that way your entire watch. You just keep hearing like these very natural sounding crashing noises in different directions at different like distances away too. Hmm. And no animal sounds at all. You do hear like the wind in the trees. You can hear the rivers flowing. Generally you'd hear birds and owls and critters running around. Um, none of that. Is my, does my sword glow? Uh, does that for ghosts, right? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. not glow. Mm -hmm. Not ghosts. Got it. That's not comforting. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm. Ghosts, you get it. Ghosts now. That would be... Well, we'll be Ghostbusters. Yeah, I can handle that. <laughs> um, I think I tell that to whoever I hand off the watch to. Okay. Is like, like, I give you a heads up of like, this is what I was hearing. There's no bird sounds. Who is it? Um, I think, is it Hannah or Sausage? I, I'll take second watch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So sausage, I'll describe what sure. what I heard to you, yeah. and say if it, if anything more than that happens, wake me up. Okay, I'll give a, a nod of agreement, and uh, I'll settle in for my watch. It's quiet, yeah. but seems normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, the owls are. No, it's fine. Like there's the bubbling of the river. There's. You know, the breeze, it's like you look up and the stars are there. And uh, there's some, they have that crashing, but it's, maybe it's the branches. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Who knows? Um, yeah, then I'll wake you up, Hanar, and hand off the watch. Do you pass the message from what Runa told you? Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, uh, uh, Runa mentioned that there's, uh, uh, you know, there were strange noises. I haven't heard anything. So it's probably oh. just nerves or something i'll keep an eye out rude <laughs> i i think we're being very normal i'm so. being cautiously optimistic yeah i think by the way hanar has a like silk beard bag Ooh. that he sleeps in <laughs> amazing i love it so good so it doesn't get tangly and you know yeah so, so it's like it's like a nightcap but he wears it yeah my heart just grew yeah. <laughs> that's awesome so do you wear it on watch do you just in case no, okay. no, I, like, when he's, he's up, he okay. takes it off and tucks it away. But when he's sleeping. Amazing. Um, 
something is wrong in the forests. Like, Sausage said, oh yeah, it seems fine to me. Something is wrong. You hear this crashing noise that's absolutely, like, if you heard one, might be normal. This is not normal. Something is around you. And you mm. think they might be in the trees, which is dropping these branches. Or maybe these are things jumping from the trees onto the ground and then back up into the trees again. That's kind of, you start to hear a little bit of a pattern to it because you mm. rolled so well. It literally, it sounds to you um, like, I can't think of an animal that the, the, does this that the dwarves would know, but like, uh, like something is in the tree jumping and landing and then jumping into another tree. So this crashing sound sounds like it's not branches falling. It's something, something big. Purposely. And it, it might be more than one. And I'm going to say, uh, and you hear that there are no, no sounds. And you see, um, I'm sure I, other people kind of have noticed too, Ranyar's like on edge. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to go like kind of stand next to him. Yeah. And be like, you know, give him the, the head scritch. Yeah. But then like wherever he's kind of looking, that's where I'm. Yeah. And that's going to be what kind of clues you all into it is like you were told to look to listen for it but also you kind of see Ranier going and like looking like he's following like how a dog would follow something he was it was watching like it's watching he's watching something he can see it even if you can't in the darkness i mean he's not whining which honestly isn't a great sign because it means he knows he doesn't want to make any noise and he looks at you and you Somehow this dog is looking at you like. What do we get? <laughs> well, no, no. Like, you see it? Like, it's like, uh -huh. are you ready? And he just kept kind of looks at it and makes sure you're knowing it's there. And then he's going to kind of like go back and like stand like right in the middle of the rest of you who are sleeping. And he's just kind of standing in there while you're sleeping. I told him where the traps are, too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Ranier would know. He knows your smell. He, can, he would know. Also, uh, sticks. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm going to say at one point, like, you're watching, and you look up, and you see, you don't know what it is. Like, you're looking up at the stars, and you see, like, this dark, like, shape go across. Hmm. Like flying in the sky? Maybe. Or jumping or somehow okay. going overhead in the night but, sky. Like, if it were jumping over me, then it would be leaping from like one side of the river to the other, but like taller than our whole thing? Does it look like it's up in the sky that high or does it look like it's something that's just over me? No, no, no. It's above the whole ruin. Okay. Yeah. That's so. Okay. All right. Like, like if you look up and you see like a bat or something flying and you're like, right. oh, hey, there's a thing up there. Right. Something right. like that, much bigger than a bat, um, just going over the top of the room. Okay. Whew. Uh, as long as I don't hear anything touching water, yeah, I'm right. not going to wake anybody else. Okay. Yeah. There's not, doesn't seem to be any um, sound of anything crossing water. Um, 
there's a lot of whatever this is. Or maybe it's just one who's constantly on the move. You, you can't really tell. Um, but it's there. And it's watching all of you very clearly. I think I specifically try and keep my eyes on wherever I heard the last sound. Mm -hmm. Just to do the whole, like, if there's a predator thing out there, whatever it is, it's less likely to come and attack if it sees your face and knows you're aware kind mm -hmm. of thing. So, um, that's kind of my focus for the rest of the sh shift. Um, but then when it's time to wake up Erland, I would go over and I would say, there's definitely something in the forest. All right. And I don't know what, but there was something in the sky. All right. Um, he like sits straight upright and his bow is already in his hand. Because <laughs> this is how we slept last night. Thank you. I think I'm going to turn on the lamps. Just open it all up to light. All right. If you think that's the right thing to do. I didn't. I, I was kind of worried about making myself more seen. If it is a creature of darkness, my hope is that it would repel it. All right. Get some rest. I'd probably light up my torch and hand it Thank to you. you. Go, nice. I don't think he's going to bed, but... Yeah. He's going to, like, <laughs> sit in the corner and lean on the wall. Yeah. You can't sleep after that? Weird. You can tell he's not actually going to sleep because he didn't yeah. put the thing on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. no beard cap. Okay. Um, all right. So it's your watch. You have um, this torch, which, like, sort of makes you feel better in, like, a weird way. Like, you knew the light would, but, like, the weight of having this in your hand, for some reason, gives you a bit of comfort. And uh, you rolled a success, but not any. Yeah, just, just, a, a just made by success. success. Okay. Um, because it was described to you, you're able to kind of track what it is out mm -hmm. there. Um, but it seems like very able to kind of like dip in and out of your awareness. So because you're literally like, I know what this is, you're able to be aware of it. But you aren't able to, like when you look up, you don't see it jumping or flying or whatever it's doing. Um, or any of that. You are aware that it's out there and you can kind of feel like with your elvish sense of like just, yeah. Just things icky. Yeah, icky and dark out there. It's sort of like when you have like a bad smell in the wind. Mm -hmm. So it's not like right here, you don't hold your nose, you don't stop breathing. It's like, oh, okay. And you just kind of sense it on like the periphery of your elvish kind of awareness and being. Is that there's something the opposite of you and your people out here somewhere. Um, and then just slowly the dawn starts to approach and you can start to see the sky lighten and the sound stops. And slowly the sounds of the animals kind of start returning. They feel very hesitant to you, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the birds kind of are chirping again, but it's almost like they're testing, like, 
whatever it is. I can't do birds, but um, like it, it, there is like that. And it's much quieter than most mornings here in the forest, especially since it's like the height of summer and happy times. It's like, oh, okay, this is strange. And but yeah, the entire forest around you just kind of feels a little uncomfortable. And uh, then the sun is up. I think as everyone's waking up, I'm going and closing all the lanterns and, you know, smothering the torches that I've lit. Because I've lit every light that there is to light here. <laughs> And I return your torch, Hanar. I tuck it back in, like carrying loops. Mm -hmm. But I, I think we should go. Yes. Good morning. Seems wise. Good morning. Good morning. Hmm. Oh, I'm very glad I set those traps. Maybe we should keep them up. Oh, they're staying until we come back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I kind of like look in the direction of Creek's Crossing, mm -hmm. and I just linger on it for a little bit with hopes that everything's gonna be okay, that nothing is gonna come, and then uh, I grab the reins. I grab Cheese's reins again, and I start leading this all out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can see, um, like there's a few wisps of like fireplaces that have been mm. going throughout the night. And then there's a couple that are more robust, like people are waking up in the morning and starting to cook breakfasts and things like that. Um, so it's a very normal kind of uh, sight to see over the trees from that direction. Um, and it's not like dark fire of like burning buildings. It's like kind of the, the light smoke of like, like healthy stoked fires used for, for cooking meals and warming things up in the morning and things like that. And the almost finished bridge. Yeah, the almost finished bridge. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh no! Not the bridge. <laughs> we, all, we should burn that bridge down again. Uh, anyway. All right. Um, uh, so I think at this point we are going to do a bit of a journey phase. Mm -hmm. uh, I at this point I feel like I would usually skip it, but because you have this like dangerous item, and. Uh, Oh, traveling sure, with yeah. it there's a lot of risk involved i think we're gonna go ahead and do the journey phase so um so you're at yeah your ruins right now mm -hmm. so i feel like we just shoot right down the river to midland mm -hmm. yeah yeah um now um you can see it depends on where you want to go exactly um so Mithlin and the Grey Havens are there together at the mouth of the Loon River. The towers are slightly inland of that. Yeah. Um, so the white towers, you know, Erland, are where the Palantir uh, is actually kept. Um, the one that's in the towers. So where would you like to go? Are you going to go? I want to go to Cirodon. Okay. And I'm assuming that he's going to be the docks with the ships and not with the tower. Yes, <laughs> probably. He goes back and forth. And again, I mean, it's like a very yeah. short distance. Um, so that's generally where you would be able to find him. So you're headed to Midlands. Okay. Yeah. Not too long a travel day. Or no. not too long a travel day. No, no. Our shortest journey, I believe. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So you've got one, two, three, four, like five. Five hexes. Um, so let's go ahead and choose our uh, 
our roles as we are traveling. This is what happens now that I have to share the studio with another GM. Rut row. <laughs> Damn you, Jason. Uh, all right, so we have to pick our different um, uh, roles in our journey. Um, we've decided it's going to be, you've drawn it on the little, okay. You do. And uh, so we need a guide. I think Erland is going to try and we're going home. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'll give you an good try. For sure. Well, I feel like this is a, a path you've walked many, many times. So many times. So I'm gonna give you an extra die definitely for that. Because this is you, you going between home and your other home. Yeah, it's a yeah. well-beaten path for you. Um all right, who would like the other roles? Um, I'll take lookout if nobody minds. Again, I'm I'm kind of like the best equipped for that. Okay, that would like, be wonderful. Okay. <laughs> please, please oh. don't make an army lookout. <laughs> I can take hunter. Well, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to run through the forest with your axes again. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I, I took a point. I got a little better at it. <laughs> okay. Very good. And you'll scout Tanner. Yeah, scout's okay. scout's great. Okay. That's my second best one. Okay, uh, so our guide rolls travel. Here we go. I might succeed for the first time. Here we go. I do, partly because I roll favored. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I worked very hard for this. Yes, you did. Um, so that is a Gandalf rune and a Tangwar. Oh, okay. Mm. Nice. Um, and anywhere I travel is like traveling in Borderlands. Oh, lovely. All right, so uh, on a success, your first event ha uh, occurs three hexes away, but you get another hex for each Tenguar you roll. So basically, that you've just made it so there's only one event on this particular journey. So great job. Um, so I need you please to roll a d6 to find out which one of the event targets are going to uh, face the thing. One. One, so that is going to be our scout. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, uh, please roll explore, scout. Oh, and you, uh, favored, please. Oh, we are in Borderlands. Awesome. Well, technically with your skill, right? Or does it just apply to you? It's just the, yeah, it's just for... Okay. The the journey roll just kidding attached to me doing it. Got it. Sorry, I thought you were like I bless the whole party with it being. Mm -hmm. no, that would be really That'd broken. That'd be amazing. Okay. <laughs> Those are already super broken. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I made it. Okay. Just barely, but barely counts. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but no special successes. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. So, and we're going to roll, so a, uh, what did you get on your, wait, sorry, one second. Uh, what's your feet die? A six. A six, okay. So there's a mishap, but since you succeeded, it's like an almost mishap. Sure, okay. So along the road, what is it that happens that you narrowly avert um, or, or something of that nature? Hmm. I'm actually going to... Is that okay if I fill in? Sure. If you... Okay. So as you're going, 
um, you're able to make really good time because this is a very familiar roll or a uh, road for Erlen. I'm sure those of you like have at least traveled part of this road because I mean it's sort of on the way to the Shire, so I can see you traveling together and then like splitting off in different directions. So you've probably like are familiar. This is also a very like you know fairly well, even though it's not an official ro road on the map, like. Mm -hmm. We've already established in our fiction, there's like a lot of lumber trade and stuff happening along this route. Um, so you're able to make really good time. Um, and I'm gonna say that while you're scouting, uh, you you find that something's been following you. Mm -hmm. um, it might be the same thing that was in the forest around you. Um, but while you're scouting, you find um, like these weird, uh, like, slash marks on trees and like different things and you just kind of have like that feeling that you're being watched mm -hmm. um and so you kind of are like looping back around scouting for problems um and it's just it it comes to you as like this this feeling of like you because you're still carrying the pearl right yes okay mm -hmm. like it just like this awareness of it of like needing to protect it like if you're carrying, you know, something really expensive, like through a dark alley in the middle of the night, and you're just gonna like, oh, I'm gonna hold this a little tighter to me, even if you don't see anything. <laughs> sure, it's just sure. like that feeling of danger, and this is precious and vulnerable. A hundred percent, I think. Like I spend a lot of time with like one hand, sort of, in the pouch, mm -hmm. just like kind of rubbing the chain between two fingers mm -hmm. like to just make sure it's still on there kind of like yeah. that's probably a nervous tick he has now okay very good okay um so whether by luck or design or skill you don't actually come into conflict with whatever this thing is but you become aware of its um and you realize that you're probably very lucky that you've been able to travel this quickly because it doesn't seem like it has been quite as as able to do so because it obviously isn't using the road. And that's going to be what happens on that journey. Uh, and then yeah, you're going to make it into... Uh, why don't you tell us? So you come over because it's cinematic, arise, even though it makes no sense because it's like lower, but you know. Uh, and what do they see as they look? Uh, the river that we spend so much time around um, opens to this incredible, picturesque gulf, the Gulf of Loon. And on either side, as if they were painted to be the same colors of the sea and the cliffs and the trees around them rise these intricate, beautiful elven buildings that seem to almost spiral out of the sea on either side. Um, to the left are the elegant gray havens, the ships still sitting and waiting. No passengers, just waiting. Uh, they have long, elegant necks of swans that uh, sit with their sails. You see a few of them just kind of getting adjusted, and they have sails that look like great wings. And on the opposite side, the ancient elven kingdom of Mithland, 
the one of the oldest seats of elves in all of Middle Earth glints in the morning sun as we come over the rise. And there are seabirds that are scarcely seen anywhere else in Middle Earth mm -hmm. that you can always hear just faint cawing and screeching of gulls. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. So, all right. <laughs> that was exciting. That was. <laughs> I love that description. That was fantastic. Amazing. All right. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, we didn't roll a lot of dice tonight, but I loved tonight. It was so amazing. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did, because we are having, I'm having so much fun with this game. I can't even handle it. Um, thank you to our chat mods, James V, for your amazing hard work tonight. Um, thank you to our amazing Patreons, who keep us ad-free and independent. It's because of you that we were able to play the games we enjoy without having to worry about publishing companies or system popularity. Um, a lot of you may not know we're like a not-for-profit channel, so nobody's actually profiting on this. We're doing this just for love of gaming. So we we have enough money to kind of keep the lights on, to run the air conditioning, to pay for the internet connection, and to upgrade stuff. But all the money from our Patreon goes to continuing to upgrade our studio and provide better gaming experiences to each other and for all of you. So it's very exciting, and we really appreciate them. To join the Heroic Ranks, you can join, go to happyjacks.org slash Patreon. Um, let's go around the table and tell us who you really are behind mm. your Middle Earth facade. And we'll start on this side of the table since we started there last time. Ready, go. Hello, I'm allegedly Sam in real life. Uh, I've been Bruna, <laughs> the barding of free in uh, our game. You can find me on the internet at Red Pandroid um, on most of the so socials and here on Mondays. That's about it right now. Mm -hmm. Hi everybody, I've been Erland, I'm Kai. You can find me on all social media platforms as Estelle of Imladris, uh, where I do a lot of this. Uh, you will find me <laughs> on sa Saturday on Matihi's Twitch channel playing What We Do in the Shallows, a 5e pirate adventure where I play another sea-related elf, but this one's terrible. And then <laughs> uh, I will, of course, be back here on Monday doing this and almost crying every session because I love it so much and screaming. Um, and then also coming very, very soon, we have just begun the full press, like social media release for The Party. It is a web series about a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. What a wild mm -hmm. idea. And you can find, I was the costume designer, so I had so much fun, the great pleasure to work on that. You can find us on all social media platforms at party web series yes. and we have a trailer coming soon Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah. lots going on awesome uh howdy everybody i'm jay and i played burl sausage brandy bottom um glad to be back and um i have stuff to announce but they've all skipped my mind so i will save them for next week okay. in the meanwhile you can find me on socials at uh, transplant asian and instagram and j africa everywhere else uh and yes i am so looking forward i'm already looking forward like salivating to next monday to see where we go mm, i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited uh and i am and continue to be kadave uh you can find me all over the internet at ca sith lord um, yeah. 
there was a big storm and it caused uh, power problems all over Southern California because yeah. it's not supposed to hail here. What right. ridiculous! Um, but um, I will this week a hundred percent be back to play some more Dave the Diver on Twitch. Excellent. Come on by and watch, and we'll see what we can find in the depths. Because last time there was like a kraken in the background. I don't want to find Please. that. I'm just nice. a dude that goes swimming and <laughs> spearfishes <laughs> to feed hungry sushi eaters. So, yeah. Kraken's on the menu now. I mean, eventually. Mm. In a... Or like a giant anglerfish. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. That thing was yeah. not going to taste good. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And I am Kimmy. I've been your lore master for this amazing game. And every night, every Monday, it's just like... My catharsis and amazing, and I cannot wait to go to Elvin City next week. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay, I'll be fine. It'll be okay. I'm getting myself together. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Golden Lasso Girl all over the internet. Um, you can find the games that I write at GoldenLassoGames.com, and uh, currently I have uh, Decima, which will be in stock I think later this week. Oh. So like actual cards that I can like send you. Um, they are beautiful and they're getting uh, reprinted with amazing art by Samantha. It's so beautiful, I love all of it. Um, and uh, also I have a PBTA game called Starscape, which we did a very unexpected one shot of yesterday um, that is in beta right now. If you go to also goldenlassogames.com, you can find it there and download it for whatever you wanna pay right now, which means whenever the final version get, comes out, you'll get it for free basically. So beta test it, give me feedback. And yes, I'm here every Monday night doing this game. I'm here every Friday night for our advice show. And I'm also here right now on Sundays playing a uh, super, super wild warrior <laughs> for demigods <laughs> run by Jason. So it's a it's a busy week for me right now. It's a it's a lot of a lot of gaming, which I love. So thank you again, everyone. Um, if you want to catch up on this uh, amazing, amazing story, go to happyjacks.org slash unsung tales. Um, this is the 10th session. So we have so much story that's happened so far and so much story we can still do. It's so great. Um, so check that out. And you can find all the shows and past campaigns and 25 plus systems at happyjacks.org. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week. Thank you so much and bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.